Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Survivor Now podcast. I'm just going to go ahead and shut that off now. (laughs) We are back. I am your host, Randy Bruce. I am joined by no one this week. Very unfortunate. Um, First off, I want to thank the two gentlemen who joined me last week on the podcast that unfortunately lagged out like last second. It didn't get recorded. It was so weird. We we spent an hour recording the podcast, and then at the end, someone lost connection, and then I think I lost connection, and it just didn't save a single thing, uh, which is so frustrating, and it sucked just based off scheduling and how the schedule was going to pan out anyways, um, but I want to thank Dylan. You guys met Dylan uh, a couple episodes ago, or I guess at, at this point, it was the last episode. Um, and Will, my good friend Will, I really hope I have him on another podcast. It was such a fantastic episode, and I don't want to spend too much time on last week's, uh, but I mean, what an episode. JD, uh, getting blindsided, pulling off one of the worst moves I think we've ever seen on the show Survivor. It was just... Absolutely incredible. One of the best Survivor episodes I've seen for a long time. I mean, Winners Winners at War had some of those, but it was just an incredible episode. Um, but thank you to those guys. Yeah, we are back. We should be back on a regularly scheduled programming uh, next Wednesday. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am also a huge NBA fan, um, an Indiana Pacers fan. And that started on Tuesday, and then the opening night for the Pacers were on Wednesday with a bunch of other games scheduled. So I skipped out on Survivor this week. I know, I I committed the ultimate sin. Um, I did not watch Survivor on Wednesday night this week. I actually watched it um, late last night when I got home with my family. It's probably about 9 o'clock last night, and then at that point I was going to record the podcast last night, like I told you guys, um, and this shouldn't be a reoccurring thing, but I was going to film it last night, and uh, it just it was just so late that I just didn't do it. So, I'm filming it here 50 minutes before I have to go to work. <laughs> so, you know, what better time to do it? But yes, next week we should rep- return to our normal block of happening at, the podcast should air at 11 a- no, sorry, the podcast should air around midnight, um, right after the West Coast episode. Um, so yeah, <clears throat> let's dive in to, uh, again, excuse me if I'm losing my voice, this, this, you know, freezing of the weather, if you want to call it that, uh, the cool down that's happening right now into fall is real, but we've got a lot to talk about, um, in this episode, so we, we start off with Ua, and we know that Jeannie did not play her shot in the dark die, and Ricard and Shan decided to keep Jeannie around rather than keep JD, which I thought was a huge twist. I got up at the time, <coughs> should have grabbed some water, uh, I got up at the time, and I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I was shocked uh, beyond belief that they kept Jeannie instead of JD. Um, and I, well, actually more shocked that Shan actually had the balls to do that. Because that was kind of my big 
complaint to my family and my friends, and I talked about this on last week's podcast that didn't get recorded. I said, I was just shocked. You know, I kept saying that's what Shan should do. Shan should get the, it. you know, Shan should get the extra vote, vote JD off, and keep it. Now, I think she did this a week too late. I think it would have been fantastic if she kept Brad in the game. I think Brad, Jeannie, and Ricard would have been the loyalists, the most loyal servants to Shan. Um, maybe not Ricard now. We'll get into that. Um, but I was just shocked that she actually did it. I was like, thank you, Shan. Like, that's a game-winning move. If you look at that and she makes it to the end, that is a game-winning move move by Shan. Um, but we start off this week with Ua and basically Jeannie right off the bat is saying, I feel really good with this tribe. I feel really good with, uh, with these three, which I, I don't know how much attention Jeannie is paying attention to the game. And we don't see what's happening at camp all the, uh, these hours. Maybe they are feeling her, making her feel, um, incredible with them, uh, incredibly tight, but I mean, Jeannie, you have to see that Ricard and Shan have worked together every vote. Um, they are obviously a duo. I don't know. I can't remember the last obvious duo that, that we've seen. Maybe, maybe Sarah and Tony. Um, I see, I can't even name Wendell and Dom. Uh, this is such uh, Heidi and uh oh man I forgot the other girl's name I can't think of it right now um but man this is such an obvious duo how do you feel good with Ricard and Shane you are obviously that's the first thought I had going into the episode as soon as I saw Jeannie pop up on the screen I said you are obviously at the bottom here I mean, if you guys go back to tribal, Lord forbid you go back to another tribal, I would be playing my shot in the dark die, no questions asked. I wouldn't even have faith in either of them, even if they both came up to me, which they did, and said, Jeannie, we are with you to vote Ricard out, or vote Shan out. Uh, I would just tell them, no, I'm, I'm going to play shot in, the dark, shot in the dark die, you can vote for me if you want. Uh, but that's how this is going to go down. Maybe it would change if I was actually on the island. But then Jeannie says, which really caught me off guard. <laughs> Jeannie goes, all right, I'm looking for an idol. I'm going to go look for that advantage or that idol. Um, because they know Brad had the advantage. They know it has to be somewhere in the camp. And again, if I'm Jeannie, that idol... If it's activated, maybe my only chance to stay in the game. So she goes off looking for it. And I, th- I think the Survivor producers are getting pretty desperate. And you, you got to think there's a merge happening pretty soon. My guess, and this has been my guess from the, from the beginning, the merge won't happen until we're down to 10 people. All right, we are down, I believe, let me double check. Um, we are down to 12, I believe. Yes, we are down to 12 people in the game. I think we're going to have two more votes before the merge. I think they're waiting for 10. But you see, in the preview of next week's episode, they are doing a tribe sw- 
shakeup, if not just going down the two tribes, they are desperate to get this idol activated, which Luvu has just not been looking for it at all. Luvu, the Luvu tribe is still continuing to chill in the game, but they plant this thing so easily findable for Genie. Um, and she just kind of looks down and, oh, shoot, there it is. She books it back to uh, main camp and immediately tells Ricard and Shan. And Ricard and Shan uh, come up with this plan almost to say, we should not open it. We know what that is. We've heard Xander say his line. We have not heard Luvu say the goat line. Why take the risk of losing a vote? Especially if you're Shan or Ricard. Um, you do have that extra vote you can use. But why take the chance of losing a vote in a three-person tribe where literally one person can make the difference? Um, so Jeannie agrees. She's like, oh, man, that is so smart. I'm like, oh, Jeannie, Jeannie, they are playing you so hard. Um, so Jeannie goes off and Ricard, with his evil smile, Sorry, my dog is needing to go outside, and I find it hilarious because this is what you get with a live, a live broadcast. So uh, excuse the door opening um, and all the noise here because <laughs> this is just perfect. He, I knew this would happen, too. He came to me as soon as it started and was, like, telling me, hey, I got to go outside. Anyways, uh, live broadcast. Or live podcast, live recording doesn't go up live. But so Ricard with this most evil smile, and and we've seen it all season. He goes, "Why don't we just open it?" So mostly because so Jeannie can't have it because what if she decides, "Hey, let I'll just go open it." Then she has an idol. Why don't we just open it? We're in a good spot, and I love that the Survivor producers. Uh, decided to play Shan's evil theme during this. And I was like, oh man, because Shan gets this gleam, this like, this gleaming spark in her eye uh, of just the idea of what Ricard is proposing. Uh, so they go back and they open it, and Shan reads it. That's important. Shan is the one who reads it. Um, so that is Shan's idol, um, which I thought was really, if I was Ricard, I'd want to be the one to read it. Now, obviously, Shan probably isn't um, willing <laughs> to kind of just let Ricard get this idol. But if I'm Ricard, I'm reading that because Shan has just been dominating the game from what we can see. Now, we got to remember these edits are just what we can see. Maybe stuff has been happening that Ricard truly believes he's running the game. Um, so that'll be interesting to see exactly who's the one in charge. Um, now I got to let my dog in. <laughs> but I'll just continue to talk over the side noise and everything. <clears throat> so they open it. Shan reads it. So Shan cannot vote. Ricard again makes this, has this idea hey, give me the extra vote so if we were to go back to tribal, which is a big possibility, I we're good. And Jeannie has no traction because if Ricard has the extra vote, 
then even if Shan, even if Luvu doesn't say their side of things, sorry, now I'm getting a, a dog treat. Sorry, you gotta love pets. You gotta love them. All right now, I can actually concentrate. <laughs> even if they go back to tribal. And Shan doesn't have the idol activated. She's lost her vote because Luvu hasn't found their side of things. Ricard has the extra vote. And they're still set. It's still two against one. Brilliant move. I thought Ricard was excellent this episode. And we're starting to see... Well, maybe Shan's not the only one running the show here. Maybe Shan isn't the only one uh, controlling these votes. Now, granted, I, I did laugh. I heard another podcast, um, the No Buffs podcast. Shout out to them. Uh, they thought it was funny. I mean, the people you voted out off are Brad, Jeannie, and JD. And no offense to those players. They were all very entertaining. Not three of the smartest Survivor players ever to play the game. It's not like you're um, striking out the champion, you know, past champions here. Um, so definitely we, we get that. So Shan and Ricard are just hoping that someone says this uh, phrase at the immunity challenge. After that, we go to the Luvu tribe, which we have not seen a lot of them. Um, and Sydney's out fishing, and she she mentions we haven't really ate any fish up until this point. She gets some fish for the tribe, kind of being the provider, and. We start to see more of this dynamic of the Luvu tribe. And we see Danny and Deshaun, who look to be a duo. A strong a strong duo within the Luvu tribe. And they are talking, once again, if you remember last week, again, that episode was deleted. Sorry about that. If you remember, um, they tried throwing the, the challenge. Which didn't work out because Nasir is a beast. And took over. He said, nah, we're not doing this. No, we're not. Um, so we see Danny and Deshaun talking about, should we throw the challenge again? Or try to throw it. Um, and Deshaun is really the one pushing it here. But Danny's starting to come around to an idea that he did not really enjoy uh, the first thought of. Um, and he's saying, look, there's going to be more women then men when we merged. And I, I counted last night, and there's seven women remaining in, in the game. And there's five men. Um, I think I counted before Jeannie got... No, that yeah, that sounds right. Um, so yeah, seven women left, five men. And that's basically the reasoning here. They don't trust Erica. They don't really see a game moving forward with Erica. Why don't we throw the challenge, get Erica out, to kind of even the playing field here. Um, and I, I, I found it very interesting. They they brought this up to Nasir. And I think, I got to think the strategy to bringing it up to Nasir is Nasir was the one who won the challenge last week. He really did not help them out um, with how he kind of took over. So they bring it up to Nasir and Nasir goes, no, no, we're not throwing it. The same reaction that I would have. No, he mentions uh, it never works out for people. It's a stupid move. And Deshaun responds with, well, we're not those people. Well, Deshaun, I'm pretty sure those people thought the exact same thing when they were doing it. That's what is, is angering me about Deshaun's game right now. 
when have you ever seen... Now, granted, I'm assuming you watch a ton of Survivor. I hope you do, because you made it on the show when there's so many super fans I want to be on. Um, but just tell me, when have you ever seen an extra... Or thrown a challenge go the right way? When does that happen? I don't remember. I don't ever remember throwing a challenge, other than when you they were trying to get out... Um, Oh, man, I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. I call myself a super fan and just suck at names. Uh, Brandon Hans. That's the only time I can remember when they're like, look, this guy's a nutcase. Uh, We're literally scared for our lives over here at this tribe. We don't even want to compete in the challenge. We just want to send him home. Uh, So they decide, ultimately, we don't see them say this, but I assume they... uh, decide not to throw the challenge uh, based off the reasoning the series like no it's stupid keep Luvu strong uh, which I think is the right move from Nasir and we see a lot more of Nasir this episode and he's got a strong case moving forward in the game uh, it's now time to check in the Yase tribe after we checked in on U- Ua and Luvu and we basically have Evie talking to Xander And at first, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Is this a duo that we really did not know about? Because we see Evie saying, look, us two, we need to stick together. We can run this game. All right? And then we get Evie in a confessional saying, look, I'm just trying to make Xander feel good. It's obviously Liana, Tiffany, and I. We're running the show over here. We go back to Tribal. Xander's got to go. Um, He's definitely the one on the outs, yada, yada, yada. But she is basically trying to comfort Xander into thinking that he is with Evie and Evie is playing the two girls. I don't know if it's working, but Xander seems to be buying it. While this is happening, Tiffany, chill, sister, chill. Tiffany is terrified of Xander, much like she's been the entire season. She is so scared about Xander and this idol. And she's talking to Liana and saying, look, he could have it, but just not decide to play it. Liana and Evie have told her a million times what it is. They know what it is. These two have to say their their phrases. We have not heard Luvu say it. He doesn't have an he doesn't have an idol. He doesn't have a vote. But Tiffany has been terrified of Xander all season from the get-go she cannot stop talking about Xander and what he might have up his sleeve so she goes she looks at Liana should we go through his bag and Liana just jumps right on it yes let's do it so Xander's getting water with Evie Evie has no idea to to our knowledge that they're going through the bag but they rush to the bag Liana reads the beware advantage And also sees the extra vote. Let's Tiffany know he has an extra vote, but he can't use it. Reads the entire message basically to Tiffany saying, this is what it is. These three phrases have to be said. And Tiffany's like, oh yeah, we haven't, we haven't heard that one. We haven't heard. No, that's what they've been telling you the entire time. Tiffany, like I said, from the get go has been playing a paranoid game. Calm down. They've got your back. Well, now you shouldn't be calm, but we're we're about to talk about why you shouldn't be calm now, maybe. Um, But ultimately, 
at the same time that this was going down, Evie was talking to Xander, saying maybe you should just tell them about the idol. Um, build some trust within the tribe. Um, and they got on this subject after she said, where are you hiding all this? And Xander said, it's in my bag. And she's like, well, they're probably going to look through your bag. And Xander uh, agreed, saying, yeah, you're probably right. They are. Xander goes back. He doesn't want to tell Liana because Xander does not trust Liana. And he states that. He says, I don't really... Tiffany is someone I could see myself working with, which is really funny based off what we know about Tiffany's game. And he's like, I don't see myself working with Liana. I think he could have made a little headway with Liana. I don't think there's any possible outcome with Tiffany and him working together. But he looks at Tiffany and goes, I found the idol. Tiffany's like, just now? Sandra replies, yeah, just now. She already knows about this. Every I thought this was risky. Every time Xander looked away, she was rolling her eyes, saying bullshit and stuff like that. And Xander was telling her the story of uh, where he found it. He was showing her the idol, the beware advantage and everything, and, and telling her how it works. And Tiffany was just loving every second of it, full, uh, full, full of herself at this moment, and just blah, 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 blah. Yeah, 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 I already knew. Um, so... At this point in the in the episode, Xander has that beware advantage still, has the extra vote, but he can't use either because it still has not been activated. But then we jump to the immunity challenge. We all assume, based off the edits we received, that Luvu has still yet to look for the idol themselves or the beware advantage. Um, but right off the bat, we have Ricard talking. Uh, Jeff kind of sets him up. In a, it, it was really weird. Uh, he's like, we are at the hottest part of Fiji. It is scorching. I am drenched in sweat. I don't know how you guys are doing it right now. And Ricard comes out and says, Jeff, I am tired. We're all exhausted. Um, uh, she's a vegetarian, and she's starting to see food everywhere. It literally... Literally sets it up like here you go, Shannon. It was it was great. It was excellent, excellently crafted. Um, and uh, Shan off of that line goes, "Yeah, Jeff, I didn't notice until I got out here, but broccoli is literally just small trees." And everyone kind of looks around and. And Ricard chimes back in and really helps her out again. And not only does he set Shan up, he sets Xander up. He goes, yeah, we're, we're definitely losing it over here. I mean, she says that. He said something about, and I, I thought this was, this was cool. He didn't say the actual line. He said it in kind of a silly way so Xander can build off it. Um, th- that's just a small thing that I noticed that I was like, great, great way to do this. He said he said something about uh, ladybugs or or past relatives, and Xander goes, actually, it was butterflies are nothing more than dead relatives or whatever the line is. And we just get this awkward silence, <clears throat> and Jeff is like, "Wow, okay, you guys are really tired," and he's about to move on to the challenge when out of nowhere. Nasir, oh, I love Nasir, out of nowhere, Nasir goes, hey, Jeff, I am confused as a goat on AstroTurf. 
Oh, man. It's been activated. Finally. We are what? Episode episode five. <clears throat> episode five of Survivor. And it has finally been activated. We see a flashback. And again, I love the edit they're doing this season. It's probably been one of their strong points. They're telling the story in a different way. And we see this edit that Nasir, and again, like I said, the producers are begging people to find it. Because this one didn't even look hidden. It looked like they just set it at the bottom of a tree. And Nasir is walking the beach. He looks over and he sees the beware advantage. Doesn't think twice. He runs to where no one else can see him. Reads the advantage. And we get this very uh, sentimental moment where he's talking about his daughter and his daughter hides these idols in the backyard every day for him to find. And he goes out every single day and looks for them and and finds them. And I'm shocked that she didn't bring him to tears, but he, he dedicated it to his daughter. He said she will be so happy to know that all that training paid off. This is because of her. Um, and, Props to Nasir. Another talking point this season is how nobody can keep their mouth shut. They find advantages and idols, and they have to go tell everybody. Nasir didn't tell a soul, at least from what we could see. He did not tell a soul that he found uh, the advantage. Um, So props to Nasir. And he just continues to build his resume on a Luvu tribe who has really not done much. <clears throat> we get into the challenge then. Uh, Jeff obviously doesn't say anything like it's been activated or there's an idol on the loose now. Nothing like that. Um, surprise, surprise. Heather sits out again. Heather might be the most inexistent survivor player of all time. Literally, I forgot at one point this episode that Heather is still in the game. I even was sitting there. I was like, looking at everyone remaining in the game, and I looked at my my family, and I'm like, oh, I forgot Heather's still there. They have not done anything for this woman other than last week's episode where we got a whole edit about her um, trying to overcome the challenge. I'm convinced she's not even staying with the Luvu tribe. I'm convinced they fly her off into a hotel or something, and then she just comes back to sit on the bench. We have seen nothing from this woman. So I think that's a little poor edit on Survivor's part, but you can't control if there's nothing to show, what are you going to do? Um, so the challenge is a, is a pretty straightforward one. It remains closed for most of it. Um, Yase, actually, because of Xander, were the ones to win this challenge. Yase has been on a roll. Look, we all thought they were the weak tribe. It, it turns out Ua's actually the weak tribe. Yase voted off Eric and uh, Voce, and they haven't lost since. Um, and all of them have strong cases moving into a merge of, you know, strong games so far. Um, even Tiffany and Liana have had strong games. Um, so Xander wins it for Yase. We get down to Luvu and Ua, Ricard trying for Ua. Can't remember who was trying for Luvu. I want to say it was uh, Nasir, but I may be wrong. Um, basically they have to use these slingshots to knock three targets down and Luvu survives again, did not look like they were throwing the challenge. 
So once again, Luvu keeps all six of their members. And Ua, the three-person tribe, goes back to tribal. And you can see the emotion on their face. They are beat. Shanna's in tears. They come together for a hug. Uh, just, just rough scene for Ua. They just cannot catch a break. They cannot win a challenge right now. And then we get to go back to Shipwheel Island. Uh, Yase gets, gets to choose someone from the losing tribe, Ua. And they get to choose another person from either Luvu or their own. Um, to go to this mysterious island, Jeff states that no one from Ua has gone. Um, so they pick Shan. They select Shan to go. And then Liana steps up and say, I'll join her, which, you know, is always a risk. Always puts a target on your back. I don't think she's in a position, though, that it's really going to hurt her to go here. Um, and it's the exact same thing. They climb the mountain, get to the top, and then they it says, go back down and make your decision. Evie, or not Evie, Liana kind of knows what's going to happen. Uh, this is all new for Shan. I will say going up the island, or the, the mountain, we get this very emotional moment for Shan and Liana both. They were talking, which, it was very sad, yes. And I, it was hard listening to what she's gone through. But I think she kind of used it to get brownie points here. And don't think I'm a bad guy for saying it, but it was just so awkwardly set up. Liana looked out and said, my mom would love to see this view. And then Shan looks out and says, my mom would love to see, or my mom would love to see this view if she was, if she was still here. Or my dead mom would love to see this view. And I was just like, did you really need to say it like that? Couldn't you have said... I mean, it would have done the same thing, but my mom would have loved to be here to see this view or something. The way she said it was awkward to me. It's like she almost said it like, I want you to know this so you know my my story, my side of things. Um, we see them embrace. Liana's like, you're going to make me cry because she is... Uh, Shan's obviously crying with everything she's been through. And these two make this this alliance of sorts. And... Shan states what we all know. She says, look, Ricard has to be back talking to Jeannie about voting me out. It has to be happening. And if it's not, I mean, he's going to turn on me eventually. Me and Ricard cannot make it to the end together. We all know that. We are all looking forward to seeing this this pan out, this ultimate climatic moment of these two going head to head. Because they've really been running the game on the, for the Uwa tribe. Um, and she basically tells Liana everything that's going down. Liana kind of tells her her situation, and these two ladies make this pack. Even Liana says, going into a merge, I've got Shan now. You know, I've got power in this game. Uh, Shan says she is not going to risk her vote solely for the reason that she wants Liana to get an advantage. Kind of a sign of trust, um... Liana gets an advantage, but it's not what we're accustomed to. It's not an extra vote this time. This time, I don't remember what it's called. It's um, it's a question advantage or whatever it was called. Um, this one, I don't know how. It, this is the first advantage that I feel Survivor may be getting a little too ahead of themselves. They may be too in, doing too much. Um, 
She gets this advantage where she can ask one question to one castaway one time. You get one shot at this. And you can either ask, do you have an idol or do you have an advantage? And they have to answer this. And they can't lie. And not only that, they have to give her whatever they have if they have it. Uh, I heard Fishback was so mad about this on Survivor Know-It-Alls, um, saying this is the worst advantage ever. You're taking power out of the game. You're taking people's individual games away from them. And I kind of agree here. So she's probably going to end up going to Xander and saying, do you have an idol? And Xander, for all the hard work he put in, it's just going to have to give it to her. That's just not right. Um, I did not like this advantage. Um, we'll see how it pans out. We'll see how it changes things. Good for Liana to find it. Find it Because Evie's kind of been running the show over there with crazy Tiffany going around. And I, I didn't know much about how I felt about Liana's game. I felt it wasn't the strongest game as of now. But she did find this advantage, and like it or not, it is part of the game, so we'll see what happens moving forward with it. I just thought, this is an advantage that I did not enjoy, and that's going to happen if Survivor's going to go this route of we're going to put a million advantages in the game and and create twists and turns that way. Um, so I was not too happy about that. Um, and then before we go back to Ua, we do get... Um, this scene with, I'm trying to think if I'm missing, I feel like I'm missing something before I get, let me, let me look, bring this up one more time. I don't know why I feel like I'm missing a scene. I'll, I'll just go ahead and start talking about Ua. So we get this, uh, the scene with Ua where they are discussing what to do and Ricard is pitching hard to Jeannie. Now, granted, it's all an act, but he's pitching hard. Let's vote out Shan. Shan has been running this game. This is our chance. And Jeannie makes the decision, I don't really want to work with Ricard. I really have no interest to work with Ricard. Um, so she she's like, yep, this, we're going to do it. Yep, this is what's going to happen. And she reassures Ricard that this is the way that they are going to go. And um, she said, but in reality, as soon as Shan gets back, I'm telling her Ricard's throwing your name out, yada, yada, yada. We got to get Ricard out, which is what ends up happening. Shan gets back. They welcome her. And Jeannie says, you were, your name was thrown out. We got to vote Ricard out. Shan acknowledges this. But then she gets nervous that Ricard and Jeannie are going to vote her off. So Shan goes and maybe plays her hand too soon. Um, If that's the right phrase I'm using here for this situation. She goes to Ricard out of fear that they may be teaming up to get her out. And says, so I know I can trust you. Can you give me back the beware advantage, or not the beware, sorry, the extra vote. That I gave you earlier. Remember, Shan has an idol now. It's been it's been activated. And Ricard gives her this look and says, Why would I do that? Which kudos to Ricard, I would do the exact same thing. We are on a we are on a three-person tribe. 
You gave me this to hold on to. I will give it back, but why do you want me to give it back now? That literally, like Ricard says, that is scripted like you want it back because you want to vote me out and you don't want to lose it. Um, so Ricard, with a smile, just keeps saying no. Like, well, how does that make any sense? And Shannon's trying to explain it to him. If you really trust me, you'll give it back. A, it's mine. And B, you said you'd give it back. C, I'm not voting you out so you have nothing to worry about. And Ricard responds with, okay, A, you gave it to me. B, I will give it back. C, no. Do you not know how this sounds? Are you not listening to yourself right now? Um... This is the first instance that we're really seeing these two uh, kind of king and queen go head to head. The the power couple now searching for more power. Um, and Ricard says, I'm going to hold on to this. I am not voting you out tonight. That has never been a plan. Shan still not feeling confident. Ricard throws out, why don't just play the idol? And Shan's like, why would I waste it before the merge for us to play it on this stupid vote? And Ricard says, if you really don't trust me, play the idol. Know that you're safe, and then we'll see where it goes. Um, it was just, it was so fun to see. It was so entertaining seeing these two heavyweights go neck and neck. And just to let you guys know, this is come this is gonna come to a head. Maybe sooner than we thought. It is going to happen. These two are going to to clash at some point. Um, we head to Tribal. Jeannie is feeling safe by what she's hearing. Um, Ricard kind of looks at Shan, and I'm shocked Jeannie didn't pick up on this, and kind of says, hey, let's stick to the plan here. If I was Jeannie and I heard that, I'm playing my shot in the dark dive, which she didn't do. Uh, we get a vote for Jeannie, then we get a vote for Ricard, and it comes down to which way Shan went, and Shan keeps Ricard, which ultimately people might say that's a dumb move because of the arguing and because we know they're going to get head-to-head, but ultimately that is a good move. Jeannie is someone who most people feel could flip at any second. She's very loyal, but she's also too like loudmouth trustworthy like she'll tell anyone the truth um this was a good decision to keep shan needed to keep a right hand man in ricard and she just she'll have to win the battle when they get together next time so sad to see Jeannie go not really but um it was it was her time to go in the game it, it sucks she made she didn't make it as far as ever that sucks um but we get a preview for next week's episode and the first thing we see is drop your buffs and we see everyone celebrating everyone's like we finally made it yada yada and then jeff goes well not exactly so they're not merging next week it looks like what they're doing is there's multiple ways they could go about this they could take ricard and chan and they could split them up you go to yase you go to luvu they could just say, Shan and Ricard, because you guys only have two people now and you go to tribal, it would just be a 1-1 vote. As, you know, it would be pointless. They could take Ua and put him on the Yase tribe. Then you have six Lubu, six Ua, and Yase. So it's almost like the power tribe against uh, 
the Rugrats of sorts. If, <laughs> if you can kind of see what I'm saying there. Um, so then we get that. And, or they may just switch tribes up completely and mix them up and go back down to like four person, you know, three tribes of four, which would also be an interesting way to do it. So we'll just have to wait and see. Ultimately, this was a good episode of Survivor. Not as fantastic as last week, but it was a really, really good episode still. Um, I wish I had my power rankings done so I could tell you guys, but I will say go check us out on Instagram if you aren't following us. There's so much there. Power rankings, um, stock watch, fantasy advice, so much that uh, you can see in terms of Game of Survivor. So go to our Instagram, at SurvivorNowPodcast. Check us out on Twitter, at SurvivorNowPod. And also check out our other episodes on Spotify. We just started a watch along last Monday. I had to go film a movie and stuff, so we have not watched it since then. And we only watched half of the first episode. But we are sitting through Survivor Australia Season 4 right now. Uh, And you can watch right along with me and get my thoughts as I view the episode. Um, Go check that out. So excited to start covering Survivor Australia starting next February when it comes on for the Blood vs. Water season. Uh, Make sure to turn on notifications for the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you know exactly when we go live. Not going to lie, I'm an actor, have a lot of filming stuff. I'm a model, got some shooting stuff. I work at Topgolf, serving, so that, you know, that schedule changes. I'm trying to stick to a schedule of doing it Wednesday nights after it airs out west. But as you saw last week, the episode didn't record and that just didn't happen. I'm looking to get better podcast equipment. So I'm trying my best to work around everything. But turn on those notifications so you know exactly when we go live. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And I will see you guys next Wednesday back on our regular scheduled time uh, to discuss Survivor at 41, Episode 6. So thanks again, guys. See you next time.